Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. Fridge is short for refrigerator. Welcome to the Fact Off. Welcome to the Fact Off, your weekly battle of facts, y'all. Alex is the host, not a slack off. Mike's got the facts that'll smack, y'all. But don't worry, cuz Pat's got your back, y'all. It's the Fact Off. It's the Fact Off. Yeah, it's the Fact Off. Welcome to the Fact Off, a weekly podcast where we each bring you a random and obscure fact, and you, the listener, can decide the winner. I'm your host, Alex, and as with me, as always, is Mike and Pat. Oh, double. What's up? Nothing. Just hanging out. So, uh, what if one of us actually brought a non-obscure fact to the show? Then you will be kicked off the show. That's what I was going to say. Get the hell out of here. It's like the island. Yeah. Uh, vote off the island. Yeah. Survivor, not the movie The Island where they clone people? No, not that one. Okay. The only person who's like knowledgeable is Mike, and ev- occasionally Mike goes, "Yeah, I knew that." Yeah. So as long <laughs> as it's not more than one of us that knows it, then it's obscure. Let's let's be perfectly honest. If any of us were at like a uh, a trivia night, we'd probably all flunk. You'll fail at a trivia night. They, if you fail at this trivia, they take your high school diploma away. No, <laughs> I've never won a quizzo or a trivia night ever. Yeah, but you won our hearts. That's true. That's what everyone tells me when I leave the bar. <laughs> he you might have sucked the at trivia, answers. but... <laughs> yeah. God, did he win this over. He may have thrown up all over the bar, Yeah, but God, he won our hearts. <laughs> yeah. Um, Go ahead, Alex. Well, uh, speaking of our last episode, who won? Well, I'm not... Do you want me to actually proclaim myself as the winner? Because I can... I'll, I'll gladly do that. This is your segment. Yeah. You're the you're the announcer of the winner. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna do my fact calculator. And uh, I'm the winner, boys. I'm the what? winner. What? You won? No. Yeah. Unanimous. Oh, can I just say, show me the number? Can I just say, Mike looks so annoyed when we make the beep boop bop noise and he didn't win, and then the week he wins, he's like, that was my victory calculating noise. Oh, cool. No, no victory fact this week. No, I got one. Ooh, what is it? There's still uh, a, about 2,500 AOL dial-up uh, internet users. Really? Nuh-uh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. In the U.S. or this all over the world? In the U.S. Do you really you think the there's again? like people in Mexico on America online? <laughs> I imagine they out, like just voted out across the... the- you don't think they've rebranded to like Mexico online or or Puerto Rico online? I don't, no, I I don't think, know. I think they were lazy, so I assume they would just do America online. Okay. Are they still using those free uh, discs? I don't remember the last time I received one of those in the mail, but uh, I should have looked up when when the last one was printed. I'm sure. Uh, I would I would guess back. 2015 2016 was when they were they were still around. I'm gonna say 2014. Well, they... yeah, I'm not looking it up, so <laughs> we'll, you know, we'll never know. Did they say where they were at, or like? Yes, like uh, they gave a list of all 1,500 people, and it said uh, each one of their house numbers and uh, where they lived, and um, <laughs> and, and what they guard. looked at. <laughs> it was really yeah. weird. This way, you can go check on them, and make sure they're okay. <laughs> yeah, you might want to. <laughs> yeah, that's still using AOL. So, my uh, before we get into our facts and Mike can pick the winner, we have to do Pat's Factacular. Pat, 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 Factacular. No, sorry, it's Fact, 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 Factacular. Fact, 
fact, fact. Did fact, you say fact, Mike fact. picks the winner? <laughs> no, no. I messed up. I forgot that we had to do your Pat's best fact, spectacular. I mean, Again, right into the. Also, people vote for the winner. <laughs> you make it sound like Mike just picks his favorite fact and that's who wins. <laughs> that's why Mike hasn't won in so long. He, he hates his own facts. <laughs> Yeah, but I get into your factacular fast facts, fun facts. All right, here are the this week in fast fun facts from my fact calendar. Did you know that Q is the only letter that doesn't appear in any American state name? What about New Jersey? I thought there was like a silent Q after the J. Where's X? I can't think of it. New Mexico. Mexico. That's what it is. Texas. Carry on. Oh, yeah, Texas. I couldn't think of it. Jesus. Sorry for being human. I'm trying to connect with our fans out there. Well, if you didn't know, just don't even bring up the X. Just like, just yeah. move on. I was just bringing it up. Man, you guys are so mean you're to me. Fu- you're out of this, show. You're out of here. <laughs> I know. Uh, did you know that high heels were originally worn by men? Really? Explain. Um, you know, high heels that are now traditionally worn by women... They're not exclusively, originally were worn by men. Yeah, I think it was okay. uh, back in the day, Victorian ages, back further. I, I had in one of my as one of my fact ideas. I I never it never panned out. Really? Oh, you should have done it. No, we could be talking about it right now, reminiscing. What's the number one most visited country in the world? China. Mike. That well, has to be a big one, and uh, USA. USA. Mm. USA. Guys are both incorrect. The answer is France. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that would make sense. It's like in the middle. Yeah. People go to Paris to look at that tower. (laughs) It's in the middle. To look at that tower. It's only in the middle because it's a globe. Like, you go the other way. It's not in the middle. (laughs) No, but like, it's all like, it's like centrally located in like Europe and the Mediterranean and all. There's a lot I, of people in that area. I've never been interested in going to France. I'll, I'll just put what? it out there. Well, surprise, Mike. We, we're buying you a trip to France. <laughs> <laughs> Showcase showdown time. Only if Mike can tell me, which can of soda will float in water? Is it diet soda or regular soda? Uh, it's diet soda because it's less dense. Diet soda will float in water, but regular soda cans will sink. That's your fourth Fast fact. Hmm. I want to try this Wait. experiment. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to fill my bathtub up real quick, and I'll be right you back. You could just get like a bucket, but no. Yeah, you get your Mike whole is, bathtub. Mike is bathtub or nothing. Does that count like uh, Coke Zero? And, you know, it doesn't actually say, but I would assume it does. According to Mike, Mike made it sound like very logical that it's less dense. No. But I also don't know why. Because Mike is uh, pretty dense. No sugar. <laughs> None of that. Oh, yeah. That's true. And finally, snails take the longest naps, with some lasting as long as three years. Really? Good for them. I'd like to know, know who actually counted that. Um, <laughs> you know, how do they like, know the snail's napping? Like, I, I, You know someone like I, called up yeah. like an old friend he hadn't talked to? Hey, hey. Snaily woke up. How long has it been? It's been three years since our fight. I imagine they fall asleep and they put like a stopwatch on. And then they slowly change like the snail's calendar to see 
How long they yeah, it has like a little montage of all these facts falling to the ground. Mm, this sounds like something I would tune into. It's a good week. I'm going to say the best fact was the soda and the France one I thought was interesting. Yeah. Uh, France <laughs> is the worst one because I, I, I don't really care about France. We have so many listeners in France. If you're listening, vote for me this week, France. No, Freedom Fries all the way. Let's get into the show. Uh, I like being in the middle. So which yeah. which one of you guys, <laughs> which one of you guys is, is uh, prepared to rock us out at the top? We were both prepared. <laughs> we none of this is off the cuff. I'm fine. I, I'll go first. Mine is nice and short. That's why. That's time. what I like to hear, Pat. I like to hear a man who is ready to go right off the bat. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you notice, uh, I wasn't afraid to go first. And did you know that most people experience fear? No. Except for Daredevil, he's the man without fear. But it's actually genetic. Yeah, fears. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it uh, helps us survive, right? You know, like when you burn yourself, your senses tell you like, oh, I shouldn't touch that again. It's hot. So today I want to talk about chromosome abnormality or chromosome disorder. It's a missing extra or irregular portion of chromosome chromosomal DNA. And people with chromosome disorders suffer from various diseases and disabilities. One common one is Down syndrome, which is a genetic chromosome 21 disorder causing developmental and intellectual delays. So today I'm going to talk about three things that we all do. We all have fear. Yeah. We all get tired. Yeah. And go to sleep. And we all get hungry. So there are people that don't feel pain, like that one guy in that one James Bond movie. He was like a bad guy. Oh, yeah. That's uh, actually a man who existed. <laughs> Not a <laughs> yeah. fictional movie. Uh, there are about 20 recorded cases of people that can't feel any pain. Um and when it comes to sleeping, only about 5% of people need only six hours of sleep. So most people need even more than six hours. 5% of people need just six. But everyone needs to sleep. Yeah, my wife was actually making fun of me the other day. I said, I need like probably eight to 10 hours. And she's like, you're not a teenager. You don't need 10 hours of sleep. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, didn't they tell us we need like 11 hours of sleep? Yeah, I keep... Who, who's profiting off this time? Like... Is there somebody profiting off the of us? Sandman. Yeah, That's the Sandman. That's who's doing. So I trust it because nobody's profiting off it. So I trust these numbers because maybe what the about, pillow companies or the yeah, mattress. Big mattress. Yeah, big yeah, mattress. Yeah, my pillow guy. Yeah. He's always telling people they need more sleep. I don't trust the my pillow guy. Absolutely not. <laughs> so this all this brings me to Olivia Farnsworth, who has a rare chromosome condition. It's called a chromosome six deletion. Because of this, this young lady can't feel pain, she doesn't feel hungry, and she doesn't ever get tired. Is she the Terminator? She's, so the doctors have, start, they call her the bionic girl. Uh, she should but, definitely uh, sign up for Fear Factor if that's going on again. Yeah, so it's believed that Olivia is the only person in the entire world to have all three of these symptoms at once. So some people have varying degrees of this but she's the only one of record that has all three sure would she just like not eat so there are a few things she was never like a fussy eater um around like nine months old she just stopped like napping and alex you have kids yeah they still need naps you know yeah when they're like 15 i still need a nap but but the hunger thing is is uh 
you could just choose to eat. So she, I mean, she could forget to eat and probably feel feel horrible like later on. But uh, so her mom actually has to like make sure that she gets three meals a day because yeah. she can't self regulate. She that's won't what feel mean. hungry. Like, she won't. Yeah. She just has to so, look yeah, at a calendar, or like like set an alarm or something to eat. Yeah, well, she's a little kid. She's just not, you know, when you go out all day and it's like. She's got to be older than uh, a little kid She's now. like 14, I think. I think she's like 14, 15. Yeah, she can read calendars now. Well, she can you know. read calendars for when they eat. <laughs> um, when she was seven, she might be younger than that. She might be like 11. She's getting um, When she was seven years old, she was hit by a car and dragged 100 feet. Damn. And she just got up and walked away. Yeah. And everybody was like, what is going on? Like, I think that was like one of the big wake up calls of like, what? All she had. So she got hit by a car and dragged. All she had was like a tire mark across her chest and some skin ripped off of her toe. So here's the question, Pat. So if she doesn't feel pain, do you feel bad that she was hit by a car because she didn't suffer? Um, so it still here's messes the thing. with your body. Yeah. But so yeah, well, the good news up. is. Because she doesn't have any, like, fear or, like, pain receptors or, you know, she just can't feel it, she never tensed up. And the doctors believe that um, a, a person who would feel those things in that same situation would have tensed up and would have broken, like, a lot more and gotten a lot worse. How is she still alive, though? Like, how, how is she not dumped, like, a pot of boiling water on top of her head or something like that? Well, she's not, like... <laughs> She has a family that takes care of her. I don't like. Yeah, people like love her and don't want her to do these things. Um, yeah, she's like a nice young little girl that's not gonna just pour scalding hot water on her own head. I had a buddy who went jogging once and then chipped on a beer can and hurt his I've ankle. Heard the story. And like milked it for weeks. His ankle was hurting. My ankle was swelled up. I I was on a run two and a half miles away from the house. I stepped on a beer can, sprained my ankle, and uh, my roommate wouldn't answer his phone, so I had to hobble back to the apartment on like one leg, I, basically crawling almost. So this little girl's the bionic girl. You're the bionic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> got him. You got me. And that's good. the podcast, everybody. I accept that. <laughs> good night. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, it is. You know, all these things like hunger, fear, sleep, these are all things that you have to feel in order to survive. So it's actually, you know, not the greatest thing to not have any fear or feelings of pain because she has to be pretty regulated. She goes to the doctor once a week to check her internal organs and, you know, make sure she's not sick. Her mom has to feed her. She uh, has to take medicine to go to sleep for six hours a night just to keep her, like, system regulated. So she does get probably insomnia but she just can't fall asleep very easily i don't know all right i'm sure like i don't uh, yeah i don't know i just know that it says that she has to take medication to sleep she just can't regulate yeah i heard she ran out of things to watch on netflix and so that's why (laughs) she she started taking sleep pills because she was depressed you've reached the end of netflix (laughs) yes somehow she reached the end of netflix and (laughs) had to take sleep pills and that is my fact on the bionic girl. Nice. The girl who can't feel pain, hunger, or s- sleep. She can't feel sleep. You think she could f- probably feel pain listening to this podcast? Well, just anything Alex has to say. Essentially. That's correct. Right. Mike, who, want, who do you want to go next? I, I said I'm, I'm joining the middle middle squad. That's right. Mike said he wanted to go next, so he can go next. 
Well, thanks for hosting, Alex. <laughs> so, uh, this this question's only for Alex, not Pat. Pat, you're out of this. Well, you might be I able stopped to listening jo- a while ago. Yeah, you might <laughs> you might be able to join in on the second question. So, uh, this first question is for Alex and Pat. I'm going to lump you on the second one. So, how much meat could you meet? <laughs> that's not that's not it. Um, <laughs> Alex, how would your uh, sons feel if you gave them a stuffed possum? For Christmas instead of like a teddy bear. Is it a cool looking possum or is it a scary looking possum? Probably like uh, they all kind of look scary. So I would say a little bit scary. What if it's like the possum from the Goofy movies when he goes to that possum land? Those are pretty cool. Well, okay. Um, I didn't know those existed, so I'll, I'll allow it. It's a good part of the Goofy movie. Good movie. So they would they would enjoy that, I assume. This depends on what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say yes or no. Yeah, just say yes or no. Just, <laughs> just decide, decide, Alex. I'm, I'm buying a bunch of these yes. for Christmas, and I want to know if your kids want a possum or not. Yes. And and okay, this question's for you, Pat. Uh, how would Christy feel like if you gave her a stuffed possum and flowers for like a anniversary or like a birthday gift? Stuffed like uh, taxidermy stuffed or stuffed uh, cute cuddly doll stuffed cute cuddly doll i don't know how cute a possum could be but yeah cute cuddly okay when i had follow-up questions it's just a question (laughs) you're all wishy-washy i'm gonna say she would not like it yeah i I would i would guess so i think that's what mike is going for (laughs) yeah i mean i i would like a stuffed possum because i think possums are kind of cool but i think most people don't find the possum that endearing especially when you compare it to the teddy bear uh, could we um, make this our first merchandise thing? A stuffed possum fact off, fact off, like mascot thing? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if somebody yeah. has the rights to this stuffed possum anymore. We, we might be able to get it. I don't know. I don't Let's think do you it. can own the rights to a stuffed possum. That's like, true. Well, certain, people own the rights to teddy bear. I'm sure. Maybe a certain design, but if you're modeling it after an animal, yeah, like, we, who could stop us? It. Who could? Who can? Yeah, who could stop us? Um, Are we spelling possum with an O or just the P? Uh, we don't want to use the O. I don't like the opossum. Um, I like possum. I, I don't like the O. Okay. No, thank you. <laughs> um, but we all know where the teddy bear came from, right? It's obviously from Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, the classic story was he was like on a hunting expedition, and all of his buddies were getting bears. They're shooting bears. And at the end of the day, Teddy Roosevelt didn't have a bear, and they felt bad. So they cornered a bear, beat it up, tied it to a tree, mm-hmm. and said, Hey, Teddy, do you want to shoot this bear? And how the story goes is Teddy said, No, it's unsportsmanlike to shoot a bear. And so they, I mean, some, some say they set it free. Some say that Teddy shot it anyways and put it out of its misery. It's kind of like a um, coin flip. But how the popular story went was they made like a political cartoon uh, about that whole event and uh the bear in the political cartoon inspired the actual toy the teddy bear wow i thought it was like he just had like a stuffed bear and everyone called it the teddy bear no it's it's from this stupid hunting party uh oh. yeah so it obviously the teddy bear was super popular and the original name was teddy's bear that's a bad name. Yeah, because it was um, the it's bear like he shot, or he, the bear he pardoned. You know how the presidents always pardon turkeys, 
every year. Um, you think they met with a person who's like, drop the S. Probably. Yeah. Well, cause, cause that, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> that says it's ownership. Uh, Teddy owns the, that bear. So you can't really yeah. buy Teddy's bear, you know? That's true. But yeah, it's, it was a super huge success. Like everybody still has Teddy bears. I think people still call them teddy bears to this day. Everybody still has them. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's Build-A-Bear. Like, that's freaking popular. I have a teddy bear right over here. He's wearing a Batman outfit. Nice. But, yeah, there's Winnie the Pooh. There's um, all sorts of stuff. Public domain now. We can make our own Winnie the Pooh fact-off stuffed animal. Not with the red shirt. So, what the fear was, though, guys, um, was when Teddy Roosevelt left office, all the toy makers who were making... Tons and tons of money were afraid that people would stop buying the teddy bear because Roosevelt's out of office. Yeah, because you're like, I bought a ton of Obama toys when he was in office, but after he left office, no more Obama toys. Did he have That's a true. Did he have a stuffed animal? Yeah, the he Obama. So the Obama. Well, I don't know <laughs> yeah. about any of this. <laughs> so, guess what? The next idea was. I alluded to this earlier. The next idea was Ohio native William Howard Taft was president-elect. Yeah, and like, pull Taft from the bathtub. <laughs> no. And in 1909, <laughs> he, he was an honored guest in Atlanta at a banquet. And he personally requested to be served a plate of taters and possum. Yeah. Yeah. And it was an 18-pound possum nestled on top of, like, sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes don't sound bad. But, like, a possum on top of 18-pound? I don't know. I don't know. I don't care how big the possum is. It's, I mean, just like, I just... <laughs> but, like, a really fat I just possum? picture it, like, really fat and, like... Not like a sexy Gross-looking, like, kind of, like, sitting on its side with his hand, one of its paws up on its well, head, like, kind of like sexily like sitting pissed there. all over itself? Yeah. Were they, it was cooked, though? Yeah, it was cooked. So, like, did it still have, like, a head? I don't know. I didn't see a picture of the actual meal, uh, but the, how the story good. goes is uh, Taft was, like, just shoving this meal into his mouth. Like, he was just devouring it. And they said he ate it so fast that, like, there was a That's do- my president. <laughs> there was a doctor in the room that told him to slow down or he'd hurt himself. And, and so, like, like this... put that guy to death. <laughs> this... <laughs> after the meal, somebody gifted him, like, a plush possum to commemorate, like, the event of him going to Atlanta <laughs> and eating... Why, why do you think he requested possum anyway? Do you think it... Hey, remember that time you embarrassed our country? <laughs> exactly. Maybe he... Maybe possum was more common back then. Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking maybe. so. Like, or or maybe he was trying to endear himself to the South because he was maybe it's seen as more of a Southern dish or something like that. Because Atlanta at that time wasn't hot Atlanta yet. Yeah, that's true. It was known so. as Possum Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> Possum Atlanta. It didn't really stick. It wasn't a very popular name. Um, so he was given this plush yeah. possum, and the possum was named the Billy Possum. What? Uh, like Billy like Bear? Teddy Bear. Yeah, it's like they're trying to like ride off the success of the teddy bear. So, so these toy companies are like, well, uh, since the teddy bear isn't going to be popular anymore because 
you know, for some stupid reason, they thought that. Um, they're like, our next big thing is going to be the Billy Possum. And you know what never works out, Alex, is when companies think they could force on a fad when fads just have to happen on their own. Tell that about Furbies. Uh, did they force Furbies upon us? I think so. Yeah. Uh, this is- they held me down. <laughs> <laughs> is this two episodes in the world uh, in a row that we mentioned uh, the Furby? Yeah, because my this birthday's is coming up. Furby uh, <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I think only people in our age group bracket probably even remembers the Furby. Um, so on with the story. So after he was given this plush like possum toy, uh, Taft was quoted as saying, "Well, I certainly like possum. I ate very heartily of it last night, and it did not disturb slightest." My digestion or my sleep. So he That's very good. to the point he, that task. yeah he loved his possum and That's a good uh, review. Like if I was a restaurateur, I would hang that on the wall. Yeah, I don't. Where can you even? I don't think many restaurants sell possum anymore. Um, but they should. What if it's good? That's the that's the question I want to like answer. Maybe we should have a possum like grill out. Well, next Pat, has, Pat would has to get beyond possum. Beyond possum. <laughs> you have to pee on it yourself. I want to see the first Beyond Possum burger. Um, that would be pretty interesting. You can make it happen. No one knows what possum tastes like, so it would be the easiest thing to replicate. Cause it would be it such up. a niche uh, meal out there. So the Georgia Billy Possum Company was formed. And the company's slogan was, Goodbye, Teddy Bear. Hello, Billy Possum. Man, they were a teddy bear all over. I know they're the like line. slandering the teddy bear, and the Los Angeles Times uh, wrote like the teddy bear has been relegated to a seat in the rear, and for four years, possibly eight, the children of the United States will play with the Billy Possum. And did they? Nice. And who was the next president? I don't know. I I didn't. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I should have memorized all the presidents before this episode. I, I'm sorry, Pat. I had it at one I'm point in my noggin, but completely forgot. I'm going to look up list of presidents and their favorite animals. <laughs> so the possum merchandise flooded the market. There was like pens, postcards, posters, and they even made a companion called the Jimmy Possum. And it was uh, <laughs> for Vice President James Sherman. And uh, all, the, all these toys flooded the market and it didn't make it till Christmas time. So, like, nobody bought these toys. They just sat on shelves, and kids during Christmas did not get possums under the tree. They probably got teddy bears because the possums didn't sell. Years? Didn't sell. Possums didn't sell. And I don't even know if you can buy them. I, 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 maybe you could. I, I'm curious how expensive getting, like, a, a Billy Possum would be. Original. Um, I looked it up. It was, like, 40 bucks. Oh. Even 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 now, <laughs> over a hundred year old Billy Possum's only worth forty dollars. That's pretty sad. Yeah, I didn't what like... kind of animal would Woodrow Wilson have? He would have uh, his fourteen points. You can play with those. So like a buck. Oh, stuffed buck. All right. I should have brought in other presents and what their stuffed animals could have been, but this is more about the failure of the Billy Possum. The Lincoln lemur. I think more presents should have got on this band bandwagon, honestly. Yeah. Uh the Bush yeah, the Bush Bush. 
The bush bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not an animal, right? <laughs> Oh, a yeah. small little stuffed tree. I don't know. Uh, but the bush bush. The bush bush. All right. My fact is called the Billy Possum. Thank you. Good job. Okay. So who's next, Mike? Uh, the only person left standing or sitting, Alex. Thank you. I am sitting for the listeners at home. You guys both consider yourself music fans and up to date on the cool popular music of the day. I am. I don't know if Mike's, I could uh, uh, answer all those bullet points. Yeah. Mike's uh, TikTok algorithm doesn't have any music on it. Well, have you guys heard this song? London Bridge is falling down, falling down, yeah. falling down. You have that, heard that one? There's like There's 100 different songs that same tune. How come every time you come around my London, London Bridge, wanna go down like London, 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 gonna go down like London, London, London? That one? That one, exactly. That's like when kids grow up, that's the song they sing. Yeah, when they grow up to be Fergie. So, in 1960, English officials discovered that London Bridge was sinking about one inch every eight years. But I also saw that they... um, in 1924, they kind of thought it was sinking because the east end of the bridge was three or four inches lower than the west end. <laughs> it was sinking for a while. Yeah, it's, and, it spins. It, in, in life, you just have to remember your bridge will sink. Yeah. It's and a the life bridge, lesson. The bridge was built in 1831, and it wasn't really meant for cars. And the people of England didn't really care for the design. They thought it was pretty plain. It was designed by John uh, Venny. I think you said John Wilkes Booth, but like no. the the old London bridge. Like so, this has been a bridge supposedly it dates back to the Romans, and like the medieval bridge was supposed to be really cool with big water wheels and stuff like that. And this one was just kind of considered a dull bridge. So they're like, you know what? It doesn't make sense for us to fix this bridge. So a councilman by the name of Ivan Lunkin is like, you know what? Maybe I can sell London Bridge to the U.S. Maybe somebody in the U.S. would buy it. So he's like, so he went to, in 1968, he went to the U.S. And he was marketing the, uh, the London Bridge. He's like, London Bridge is not just a bridge. It is the heir to 2,000 years of history going back to the first century A.D. to the time of the Roman Landominium. Land Wait a minute! I thought you said the bridge is only from the 1800s. Well, he's building he's the history of like that. That there's always been this bridge in the area. Okay. So like, this bridge, you know, the history. Somebody has to wants to buy this bridge. So when the Brooklyn Bridge falls, I'm going to build like a shitty bridge in its place and then market that as like some historical masterpiece. Yeah. If you can get the rights to it, hell yeah. <laughs> um. So enter Robert McCulloch. You know the. Missouri-born industrialist, he sold oils, motor coaches, chainsaws. In 1963, he bought a thousand acres of land near Arizona's Lake Havasu. And he was like, you know what? We need people to get here. We need something. So his business partner, C.V. Wood, told him about the bridge. <laughs> you know, and he's, at the time, they didn't need a bridge. But Mc- uh, McCulloch was like, you know what? We can, the one peninsula that comes out, we can dig it out, make it an island, and make it a, have a bridge. What, we, so they do they take this apart brick by brick and just rebuild it? 
We'll get there. I can't. I can't uh, wait. I can't wait. <laughs> oh boy. So, and this guy was like a kind on? of a personality. He said his. He said the secret to uh, business was booze and broads. That's that's what I say. The secret to teaching is secret to podcasting. <laughs> In the spring of 1968, the negotiation got fast. McCulloch said, uh, "He was like, we were trying to loosen them up with scotch and get them." So they figured out the cost to dismantle the bridge would be 1.2 million dollars. So he what year off- was this? Uh, 1968. He offered to double that, and then add a thousand dollars for each year he would be when the bridge o- bridge opens. So he bought the bridge for two million four hundred and sixty thousand dollars. So, Good for him. He's so, a proud owner of a bridge. <laughs> so when you bring stuff into America, it has to be you have to pay taxes on it if you're buying something out. Here we go. That's true. Sales tax or or whatever import tax. But antiques aren't tax. So he bought. The world's largest antique. That's pretty smart. They considered antiques anything over like 100 years old. So you didn't have to pay taxes on it. Good for him. Um, What a visionary. So they got right to work. They labeled each brick where it was like they had a whole. You know what labels mean? (laughs) It seems like a lot of work. I feel like he's going to go way over budget with this. (laughs) Listeners at home, do you know what labels are? Yeah. They had like a. Is that when they invented the label maker? Like the one where you like have a little digital screen and you type it out and it prints out and sticks to it? So why they were labeling and dismantling the bridge, they had guys in Arizona. Drudging through the peninsula to create an island on the other side. What if, like, one of the guys on staff was, like, dyslexic and totally screwed this whole process yeah. up? So they ended up moving 10,276 interior granite bricks shipped from England through the Panama Canal to Long Beach, California. And then they trucked them 300 miles inland to the lake. And that is actually when the song Convoy was written. It's about this. No, that's that's awesome. <laughs> oh, boo. Don't get my hopes up. No, that fact wasn't true. So this is actually cool. This is a side fact. So the lampposts on the bridge that you can still see today are from... King Arthur? The, uh, no, uh, <laughs> kind of, not really. So they will, after the English beat Napoleon in Waterloo... Yeah. He melted down his, his cannons and made them in the lampposts oh. that are still on the bridge. That's like a nice way of taking a weapon of mass destruction and turning it into something good. Yeah, so after buying the bridge, and then he shipped it, assembled it, and made the island, it cost him $7 million. But in on October 10th, 1971, the bridge opened. There's a big celebration, skydivers, marching band. And he actually had a dinner banquet where he served lobster and roast beef, the same meal that King William the Fourth had when he christened the bridge when it opened in London. It's pretty sweet. I thought you were gonna say they had possum. But like a lot of people, when he first like he bought it and like it was opening, they called it McCullough's uh, folly because it was like, oh, he wasted all this money on this, and no one's ever gonna, he's just gonna lose his money. They didn't tell him that uh, in like a 
you know, 50 years, a podcast of three random dudes are talking about it? Well, it it did work. The town went from a couple hundred to like 10,000 people in 1974. They said in the first two years, they got two million people to visit. They get they said they get like 700 and something thousand people to visit it each year. It's always like people who are going to Grand Canyon usually stop by and see it. And there's shops and stuff. I bet people who stop there first and then they're like, I guess we should see the Grand Canyon. <laughs> I guess I don't have to go to London now. But that's how yeah. the London Bridge ended up in the middle of Arizona. Wait, so is this city that it's attached to, is that kind of like a uh, little London? Do they have like a Br- British like restaurants? They have a and- little queen and <laughs> no, a little but prince. I guess uh, the city of San Diego contacted uh, England and wanted to buy uh, London and wanted to buy Big Ben. And they're like, it's not for sale. <laughs> uh, give it time. Yeah, give it time. We should try to buy Big Ben. I heard Big Ben was like involved in some like uh, lewd acts, so maybe uh, possibly yeah. we could buy Big Ben. <laughs> so, but that's my fact about that. My fact is called "I Had to See a Man About a Bridge." Nice. So there you have it, folks. The three facts for today is the Bionic Girl. Billy Possum, Possum spelled with an O, and I have to see a man about a bridge. Go to Fact Off Podcast to vote for which fact you think is the best, or you can click on the show notes, the little vote button, and it'll take you right there. Um, Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple or Spotify. Uh, Check us out on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Mike is going to be starting up a TikTok soon. Pat is going back to work, but he should. I did post. I posted one thing. Yep, but he should be posting throughout the school year. Okay. And have a good night. Bye.